Are you sick and tired of not being seen by the right people or more people or both on social media? I see this happening to so many of you smart and talented folks out there. And quite frankly, I'm sick and tired of it. So I know you must be too. What if I told you that I have something that can help you stand out, learn social media marketing skills at your convenience, and be supported by like-minded, badass business owners? Guess what? I do. (laughs) Small Biz Social Society is a membership for ambitious entrepreneurs that I created to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have fun on social media. Not only is my membership packed full of value with monthly live trainings, monthly guest speakers, design templates, and caption copy templates, but it's full of go-getters just like you. We are truly becoming a family and are rising up together. Enrollment opens July 19th, 2021 for just 10 days. Go ahead and hop on the wait list to get my quick and free training, how to batch Instagram reels. Also, everyone on the wait list will get a special offer when enrollment opens. Head to smallbizsocialsociety.com right now. I don't want you to miss out on this opportunity to be a part of something so special. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Crossan, and I'm here to help you build a brand, make an impact, and have some fun on social media. I'm the owner of Fun Love Media, a social media management and content creation agency in Houston, Texas. I'm a wife, a mom of two, and when I'm not working or with my family, you can find me on my Peloton bike or tread, dancing on social media, or cuddle up with wine watching reality television. Please know that the show could include some grown-up language here or there. Let's get started. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, episode 90. I am your hostess, Brittany Crossan. Hello. I'm so happy that you're here. It is a badass show today because my girl, the one, the only, Erica Reitman is my guest. If you follow all of the cool shit on Instagram, then you know exactly who she is. Because if you follow cool shit on Instagram, you definitely follow Erica. (laughs) And um, she is talking with us about doing business your way, breaking the rules, you know, um, doing your own thing. And I love this topic so, so much. I'm going to talk to you about my perspective on that topic here in just a sec. But I want to first share something with you very important today as this episode is coming out. It's Monday, July 12th, 2021. And that means in just one week, one week from today, Monday, July 19th, 2021, summer enrollment opens up for my membership, Small Biz Social Society, seven days from now. And it's only going to be open for 10 days. That's it. And then it's not opening again for months. All right. So here's the deal with this. If you're not familiar, excuse me, with my membership, it's called Small Biz Social Society. And it is for ambitious entrepreneurs that want to step up their social media game, really stand out on social media and start attracting more people and the right people to you, right? Using your talents, your skills, your knowledge and getting out there and just doing some cool shit on social media. This is the kind of stuff that we're working on in this membership. Uh, there's there's new trainings every single month. There's a great guest speaker every single month. In fact, Erica was our guest speaker very recently. And the cool thing is that when you join the membership, you have access to all of the past guest speakers, trainings, content, everything, right? So you're getting all of the stuff that's ever happened in the history of the membership as soon as you join. It's incredibly valuable. It's really fucking awesome, if I do say so myself. And it's a really, really cool community of business owners. I feel, honestly, it's going to sound cheesy and don't worry, I'm not going to cry, but I feel, I feel just so thankful for the people, you know, it's, It's really great as far as education. Obviously, I'm serving it all up for you. I'm giving you a live training every month from me directly. You know, I'm bringing you a great guest speaker every month. There's a member spotlight every month. There's a business uh, chat power hour that we have together as a group every single month. There are tutorials, there's digital content you can use, there's a private Facebook community, there's, oh, the close friends feature, the, do you know the close friends feature on Instagram where you can do Instagram stories just for a certain group of people? We have that. 
it's it's full of all that stuff. Yes, of course, right? But where it really, really gets super unique and special is when it comes to the people. And these members in this membership, some of them have been in it since it started almost a year ago, are just, they're just really out there working to be seen on social media by the right people and by more people because they have good, incredible things to offer, right? You know, you have good things to offer. That's what I like to remind everybody of is that I, I see so many business owners on social media and entrepreneurs and, and brands and bloggers and all of the things that have so much to offer and they're just not being seen. And quite frankly, it pisses me off. You know, because I went through that for years. That was me two to three years ago. And I understand that life. You know, you have a solid business. You're very smart. You have skills. You have talents. You have knowledge. You have capabilities. You have so much to offer. And you're just not being seen. So the whole point is to change that, is to come together as a group, as a community, rise up together do cool shit together and change our lives and our businesses together. And you're going to get that. You're going to get that in my membership. You're not going to get this exact same thing anywhere else. And the, um, like I said, enrollment opens one week from today, July 19th, 2021. Summer enrollment opens. It's only open for 10 days. You want to get on the wait list because if you are on the wait list, you are going to be offered a discount. You will see get on that wait list. Okay. Here's how you do it. Well, first of all, we're going to have the link in the show notes and the link is also in my Instagram bio at Brittany Crossan. It's also in the membership's Instagram bio, of course, small biz social society. You can get it smallbizsocialsociety.com. You can also go to brittanycrossan.com slash SBSS summer 2021 and you can get on the wait list there. There's links everywhere, okay? Get on that wait list. You're going to get a free training how to batch your Instagram reels from me immediately, and then you're going to get that discount offer whenever it's time to enroll on July 19th. I'm super, super stoked about this. I cannot wait to see who's coming into our family. We have a really tight-knit group, and we really care for each other, and we want to welcome more people um, like us that want to go out there and do some cool shit on the social medias, all right? So, all right, that's that. Moving on, um, as I mentioned, my friend Erica Reitman is the guest, and she is all about just doing shit your way, um, and you don't have to do it. You don't have to do it like everybody else, basically, and I agree with that so much. And that's, of course, why I wanted to talk to her about this topic. You know, I could have talked to her about a million things because I love a lot of things that that she has to offer, um, you know, business owners and coaches. But I chose this on purpose because I actually have experience with, with this type of mindset, you know, doing things the way you want to do it. And what I'm talking about is my experience over the past couple of years um, in doing these entertaining videos, all right? So if you're not aware, <laughs> there's a lot of times I will make and share videos where I'm dancing on my uh, treadmill, where I'm dancing on my spin bike. Um, sometimes I'm dancing on the ground and sometimes it's a little comedy moment. Um, maybe it's about wine. Maybe it's me and my husband. It's just all this fun, entertaining stuff. I come from a background of being a performer. I've been an actor and a dancer my whole life practically. So to me, um, that felt good, right? To make that kind of content. But here's the thing. That's not what I do for a living, right? Like my, I'm not a treadmill dance instructor. I'm not even any sort of a fitness instructor. I am not an actor anymore, at least not at the moment. I haven't had an acting gig in four years. Um, so I, those things that I'm doing in those videos, that's not directly how I make money. But here's the thing, talking about breaking the rules. I wanted to create and share that kind of content because that's what I had to offer the world. It really feeds my soul and my heart to be in front of audiences, right? And, and perform and help people smile or laugh or think or feel. And so I start doing that just because it was a natural thing for me to, to want to do, 
even though it wasn't actually what I do in my business, which as you probably know, my, my company, Fun Love Media, we do social media management, content creation, email marketing, you know, and then obviously I have the membership where I'm teaching, you know, a bunch of small business owners, uh, social media marketing. And then, um, of course, the show where we're talking about social media a whole lot. So these kinds of videos have nothing to do with my job, yet they are the things that have actually been my best marketing tool on social media, amazingly enough. And that mentality of breaking the rules and doing things how you want to do it, you know, it works. Oh, hey, look, first of all, let me just disclaimer. I actually like a rule. I'm a, I'm a bit of a rule follower, okay? Like we will go to some sort of new situation or area and if I see the rules, you know, I'll look at the rules and I'll be like, you know what? These are the rules and I'm going to try to follow them and be respectful. I am a rule follower <laughs> in life. But when, when it comes to this type of mentality, what we're saying is you don't have to do things like everyone else to see success, right? So here I was, you know, for all these years, I had this company where I'm, I'm doing this work for my clients. I wasn't really doing as much for my own personal brand. I was doing stuff for them. And I'm like, I see everybody just, all they're doing is teaching about social media. Like if they do what I do, you know, and they're not their content, that's all their content is. And it's like top tips. And it's like a little picture or, you know, it's a little video or whatever. And I was like, I don't want to just talk about that. I want to have fun with social media. I want to make people smile. I want to attract people into me using those existing talents and skills and abilities that I already had and that I love to use, right? And that's what I did. And you know what? It's the best thing that I've ever done for my business. It's one of the best things I've ever done in my life is making all these videos. It's totally life-changing. And it's also taught me how you can set up this kind of business model and not have to do it like everybody else. So I say to you, if you, if you're working on creating and building that personal brand of yours on social media, first of all, you need to get my free guide. You need to get that. Um, it's called how to create your personal brand and <laughs> to get it, you just go to, um, what is the website you go? Well, it's my website, brittanycrossoncom slash join email, and you're going to get that free guide. But if you're working on that, then remember it that you don't have to just be all business all the time. In fact, you want to mix it up when you are, uh, uh, you know, creating your personal brand, people want to see you as a human. So you don't have to be all business all the time, right? So you use what's in your tool belt is what I say. What is in your tool belt? What you got, right? What are your talents? Do you know how to juggle? Um, do you know how to plant the best tomato in the entire county or grow the best tomato in the entire county? You know, what do you know how to do? And you can incorporate those things into your content because it's going to, first of all, be natural to you. If it's something that you already care about, then you're being super authentic, which is like jackpot, right? But also you're going to draw people into you. They're going to be interested in you and your content because you're sharing something out into the world that is interesting, right? And you're not only talking about, do you want to buy my stuff? Do you want to buy my stuff all the time? So use that kind of um, mentality. Use that kind of method when you're putting content out there if you don't want to be all business all the time. I highly recommend it. It's just been a super magical journey for me and anybody else I've seen that, that takes that kind of route. It also just makes social media a lot more fun, quite frankly, if you get out there and make the kind of content that you want to make, not necessarily like everybody else's. So I hope that helps you. I hope that inspires you to go out and make some really cool stuff to put out there on all of the social media places, <laughs> channels, platforms. And I hope that you will get on that wait list for the membership because you're going to get a special offer. It's going to be awesome. You are going to love this. You are going to learn things. You are going to step up your game and you're finally going to be seen on social media the way that you deserve to be seen. So anyway, that's it for me for my little chat today. Thank you for listening to it because up next is my girl, Erica Reitman. 
Today's guest is a business mentor for Tell It Like It Is coaches who are ready to grow their online empires, especially while saying fuck. In her past life, she was a successful interior designer and her home has appeared in two best-selling design books. She's written for HGTV, El Decor, House Beautiful, and The Huff Post, and has spoken at conferences like the Alt Design Summit and South by Southwest. In 2019, she became a coach and earned over six figures in her first year. She currently resides in San Miguel de Allende, Mexico, with her husband and dogs. And a fun fact, actually two, her mom named her Erica after hearing the name Erica Kane on All My Children. And get this, coincidentally, there was a goat named Erica at her preschool, which happened to be held in a forest in Woodstock. Welcome to the Social Sunshine Podcast, Erica Reitman. <laughs> Thank you so much. Hearing that all out loud seems even <laughs> hilarious to me. See, I told you before we started recording, I told her I'm going to read the intro while we're recording because it's so much more fun that way. Okay. There was a goat at your preschool that was in a forest. I'm not like, is this real life? This is, this is real life. My parents were hippies and we lived in Woodstock, like the Woodstock. And my nursery school was called the school of the new moon. And it is still there today, by the way, like I Googled it not too long ago. But you would drop, the parents would like take the kids because the school was kind of in a forest. I mean, it wasn't that deep in, but there wasn't like a road or at least at the time, a path um, that you could go with your car. So your parents would like walk you over there. The teachers would grab you. You'd go to the school. There were animals. We made our own food. It's just, you see, pic I see pictures of myself. feel a little like, um, Alex P. Keaton from that TV show, which family ties, <laughs> family I think. Ties. Like he was the one person in his family. Yeah, I'm not a Republican, but he was the one person in his family that like never quite fit in. And that yes. was me when you see me in my B, my overalls. Funny. Hey, Alex was cool. I mean, hey, yeah, <laughs> and so are you. That's amazing. I like when I read that when you first sent that to me in an email, I was like, what in the fuck? This is amazing. And for some reason, it just doesn't surprise me that it just goes along with you. Like, yes, of course you went to preschool in a forest. <laughs> um, well, I have to I have to tell you, and I know not everybody can see this, but I have I have an iced coffee in here. Um, I, love it. I made sure that I had it already ready so I could show you that I had it. Um, because if you don't watch Erica's stories on Instagram, first of all, you're missing out because they are loaded with all kinds of goodies all the time. I'm obsessed with your stories and she's definitely like having her coffee. Sometimes she's making it. Sometimes she's getting it at Starbucks. You're definitely going to go on like a walk with her. You're going to see the sights. You're going to, I mean, she's sharing like crazy. Like, are you, do you love doing that? I love Instagram stories. I do too. It's my favorite place to hang out on Instagram. And if I'm being honest, I don't scroll through my feed that much anymore. Um, it's just not as fun for me every once in a while I will, but typically when I'm hanging out on Instagram, I'm hanging out on stories. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I remember when it came out, I don't know, it's been like five years or maybe, I don't know, quite a bit of years. And I was like, what is this magic? This is exciting. <laughs> and I just, I've used it ever since. It's so much fun. Um, okay. So tell me before we dive into talking about more business stuff, I would love to, for you to share with everybody, why did you decide to make that shift? So in your intro, obviously I was talking about how you were an interior designer and you were doing all this kind of design related stuff. And then you decide to go into business coaching. Yeah. What, what's up with that? Why did you do that? And, and what inspired that? Yeah. So I, I think I was going through a point in my life where I was doing a lot of searching. I was feeling like I was ready for some sort of a shift. And I started experimenting with mindset work and self-help stuff and really kind of just diving in to get a better sense of who I wanted to be out in the world. And I stumbled across Brooke Castillo, not sure if you know who she is, but she has an amazing podcast. Um, and I started listening and joined her monthly membership and eventually joined her coach certification program. I was so inspired by what I learned and I was so blown away by the changes I was making in my own life um, that 
I just felt like, I know this is crazy. If you would have told me I was going to become a coach, I would have told you you were out of your mind, (laughs) but it just felt like this was meant to be my next chapter. And what happened was we moved, we decided we were going to come to Mexico for six months and go on a fun adventure. Well, month one, we decided we didn't want to go back to Los Angeles and we were going to be staying here. And I knew I couldn't work as an interior designer here because you just can't make as much money. And I don't have the resources that I did in Los Angeles. It just wouldn't have been super fun for me. And so I had a coach at the time who said to me, you and I have been talking about you doing this coaching thing. This is your assignment this week. Go back and talk on stories and sell your first offer, one-on-one coaching, 10 spots, that's it. If it doesn't work, cool, but this is your assignment this week, give it a try. And I did, and I sold all 10 spots immediately. It was insane, but I feel like the universe was just like saying, okay, this is the right direction. This is what you should be doing. And and it like needed to give me that gigantic win right from the get-go. So that's kind of how it happened. That's incredible because that's not how it always happens. No, for sure. (laughs) Um, So yeah, you had to have taken that as a sign like, okay, I guess I'm moving in the right direction. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. That's awesome. And so, but, but you said y'all, y'all went, I think you've told me this before y'all intended on staying in Mexico for six months, but then like now it's been what, like almost two years or it's been a while, right? Almost three years. Almost three years. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, oh, I guess we like it here. But, <laughs> but you also were talking about going elsewhere. I love how you are like on this big adventure to maybe move somewhere else as well. Yeah. So we are moving to Mexico city in September, October, when our lease is up here in San Miguel. We absolutely love it here. And it is such a magical place um, to live, to vacation, to spend any amount of time in. But it's also a smallish town. And so my husband and I, we lived in New York City for 14 years. Then we moved to Los Angeles. We really are used to the bigger cities. And we just started to get excited about this idea of maybe going back to that city life. So as of September, October, we're going to be in Mexico City. That's amazing. Okay, everybody. First lesson learned is go live your life. <laughs> like yeah. go do shit. Like, come on. Like, I know sometimes it's easier said than done. Everybody's got circumstances and everybody's got shit. Everybody, you know, you can dig up whatever on everybody. But I mean, sometimes you just got to force yourself to go for it. Did it feel how did it, did it, I mean, this is not really what we plan on talking about, but I just, I know somebody's yeah. going to benefit from this. How did it feel moving to another country like that to like, did it feel nervous? Like, were you nervous, excited, all, all the feelings or what? Definitely all the feelings. I mean, again, as you said, everyone has their own situation and circumstance, but we just figured it all out. And quite frankly, it was way easier than I thought it would be. And it's been interesting doing this because every time I talk about being in Mexico or making a move like that, it's almost as if, and I think this is part of our culture in the United States, at least, it's not really something that people ever think of doing. And so it takes their brain like a second to process the information in order to understand, like, you're doing what? You're going where? It's almost like one of those moments that happens whenever somebody hears about it. So yeah, I mean, I I did not speak a word of Spanish. Hola was basically all I knew <laughs> when we moved here. Donde está el baño? <laughs> Donde está el baño? Um, we did pick a town. There's 20% expats here in our town. So I okay. knew... Yeah. So I knew that, you know, I would be in contact with other people kind of like us. And most of the expats are from the United States or from Canada. So that was comforting. But yeah, it was scary. It was exciting. We brought our dog with us. I mean, it, it really was meant to be a fun adventure for us. And it has been from, I don't want to say from start to finish because we're not finished. Right. I love it so much. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Cause I just, you're right. It's, it's the mindset part of it, which I know you talk about mindset and business a lot as well, but 
of, of just grasping the concept of such a big life change, transition, move, anything like that. I mean, you're right. Like that's probably most of the hurdle, right? And anything, whether it's in business or just life to do something kind of big is like getting your mind wrapped around it and accepting like, it's going to be okay. You're going to figure this out and it's probably going to be really fucking cool. And then you, like you said, when you actually go through the steps, you're like, well, what really wasn't that hard. (laughs) It's so true. (laughs) But that like, that speak, that speaks volumes about like, everything right in life. I love that. Okay. Um, okay. So I want to dig into this topic of, you know, breaking the rules, doing business your way and all that stuff, because I know so many people like want to live that way and want to do things that way and might be scared. And I just want you to talk about like, were you, were you always of that frame of mind of like doing things your way and not necessarily following the crowd? I definitely have, I mean, my family always says like, I march to the beat of my own drum. I definitely have always had that in me, but I haven't always been an entrepreneur. And so what I found is there were some areas of my life where I was really comfortable kind of doing things my own way. And then others, even still that I'm not. However, what I found with business um, was that for me and my personality, I, I didn't really jive with this idea of following everyone else's rules. Now, I didn't figure that out until I followed the rules and the framework and I did all the things. And then I realized this isn't such a great fit for me. That's not true for everyone. But the thing that I noticed most quickly was when I was doing shit my own way, I was having way more fun. I was connecting with the right people. And best of all, I was making way more money. (laughs) So this has been just so much fun for me to embrace. And the more I do it, the more of those results that I get. And it does feel scary before you actually do it because you ask yourself this question like, is this going to work? Can I actually do things my way and not follow somebody else's exact framework, even though this other person is super successful? And you want a business that looks like theirs. Every business is so different. And so for me, this has literally been the key to my success is just doing shit my own way. That is such good advice. And I love that you said that it's not, it's not about, it's not about the fact that like maybe somebody else's way is wrong, like whatever, like that's cool for them. Fine. But if you don't want to do it like everybody else, you don't have to. And, um, I connect very, very, very well to that way of thinking when it comes to marketing your business, because my best marketing tool is dancing on fucking treadmills. That's how people find me to work with me. Like, I'm like, what is this life? What is happening? You know what I mean? Like you just never know. And, and you start putting out there on social media, like the kind of stuff you want to put out there and the kind of vibe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, seriously, you are the best example of that. Like if, if somebody dreamed that up for you as like (laughs) new marketing plan, two years ago, you probably would have said, uh, uh uh-huh. No, like, I mean, maybe it'll get me on a talk show, but it's not going to make me any money. Okay. And, um, yeah, you're right. That's, it's, it's really incredible. So, um, so what would you say, like, if we're talking to somebody who has, has tried, you know, other people's ways and then, but they want to start doing things their way, like, can you give, words of wisdom, or maybe even an example of something that you've done that, I mean, really even something simple, like somebody says to do a launch this way when you have a thing, but I actually do it this way or something to give someone an idea to get their gears turning out there. Yeah, for sure. So I, I like to lean into this in all areas of my business, but a recent example is I launched a new program, a new mastermind that I was doing. And before I put this program out there, I really took a look at what was available, what other people were doing. I was even in masterminds myself. And what I was seeing was that a lot of them were structured the same way and about the same thing. Now, again, there's nothing wrong with this. I spent a shitload of money to (laughs) join one of these masterminds myself, and I got a lot of value out of it. But what I realized was I wanted to create a mastermind for other people kind of like me 
who want to do things their own way. And so I tried to mix things up in terms of the program. So I had extras, I was calling them, which were basically things that I built into the price of the program, like a redesign of your Instagram grid, a virtual photo shoot, because I wanted all of the women to just have pictures that they were absolutely in love with, a session with a friend of mine, Christina Lauren Stevens, to put together guiding principles for their business. So I basically was taking the things that had moved the needle for me in my business and ensuring that I was going to arm each of the people who came into the program with this same sort of like head start. So look, I don't know if I invented this. I haven't seen a lot of other people do it. And so for me, it really felt fresh and new and interesting. And I have heard from people in the mastermind that said like, this was really helpful for them in making their decision to join. And so I think that's another great example of me attracting the sort of people that really have the same vibe and are aware of it and want to lean into it just like I did. Right. You, well, you also, again, I saw this on your stories. Um, you also, um, sent them some really cool stuff, right? Like they got packages from you of like cool stuff they're actually going to use. Yeah. So this was something else. Like there are a few companies out there, again, I've used them myself, that send beautiful gifts. And I have seen other coaches do this. Um, You get like a gorgeous box full of like a cute candle and maybe, I don't know, some like coffee beans from Hawaii. And everything is beautiful and color coordinated and very, very pretty. But what I found when I got these packages is they're not necessarily super useful. And so what I did, almost like Oprah, if you remember, if you're Um, like me, she used to have her favorites show every year where she just would share her favorite things with her audience and everyone would get one. And so this was kind of the same idea that I wanted to embrace. And so each woman who joined the mastermind got some of my favorite things. And, you know, some of them are not glamorous. Like I'm obsessed with friction pens, these erasable pens that I use all the time. That was a piece of it. Um, My favorite cup, which isn't here right now, but I really just like went through and picked out I don't know, nine or 10 of my favorite things and sent them to everyone. And everybody seemed to love it. I mean, join Erica. Not only are you going to like get some yes. good knowledge, you're going to get some fucking presents. Yes. This is amazing. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> I love that. I love seeing that. Well, so how, okay. This is just something I'm curious about your business in general. How do people usually find you? Do you feel like it's a lot of time through social media, I presume, or? Yeah, it's Instagram. I mean, that's really where I hang out. Um, Clubhouse a bit, though I haven't really been on there as much. So it's primarily Instagram where people have found me. And that's really where I devote most of my time when it comes to social media and marketing. Right. Do you feel, excuse me, do you feel like on Instagram, you've had situations where you're kind of breaking the rules, doing it your way, like, excuse me not the way other people would normally do it. Are, are there, is there anything on there where you're like going rogue? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, there's so many examples. I mean, back when I was an interior designer and this was now, I don't know, like five, eight, 10 years ago. Um, I, <laughs> I used to do this thing that all of the other designers hated, which was I would always share my sources for everything because I always want to give people, I want to, I'm in the business of removing roadblocks. And I was doing this even back when I was an interior designer and I want to give everyone I can a head start. So the way I looked at it, there were very few people that were going to be able to actually hire me to design their space. And what about all the other people? I always want to be thinking of them. So I was constantly giving away my exact sources, which now it's not such a big deal, but so many designers got very angry at me for doing that because they felt like, this is why people hire us. How could you do that? How could you give it away? And I just 
decided I wanted to give it away and do things differently. And honestly, again, that helped, you know, that helped people who were really attracted to that and attracted to this different way of doing things find me. Right. Right. Well, and also in which, you know, now, and I know now, um, maybe they didn't realize back then, but like, even when you give it all away, most people don't go and follow through and, and take the action. Right. But it does, you know, and some people might, a few lucky people, and then they got some free advice and they can go on, you know, go on about their business. But, um, if nothing else, like you said, you're, it will attract people to you. Like, wow, she's actually sharing like good information, you know, and that's hard to find, excuse me. I don't know what's wrong with my voice this morning. That's hard to find, um, in business too. I'm sure you agree. Like you, when you're starting out your own business, especially so, I mean, even in the first couple of years, I mean, for a little while, you, sometimes it's just like, could somebody just explain this one thing to me or this thing? Like, I don't get it, you know? And even, even if you maybe like watch a video, take a class, sometimes it just takes somebody leveling with you and just giving you a detail, right? Like, yeah, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say that is always so powerful for me, particularly like money comes to mind. I love when people share real numbers. I try and do that too. But I think in particular for, you know, those of us who have online businesses, it's a little bit of like the wild, wild west, you know, we're, we're providing lots of value, but we're also kind of making stuff up as we go along when it comes to pricing and things like that. And so for me, it's always been so helpful to hear about what other people are doing um, because then that helps me to feel more powerful as I put myself out there and more confident and all of that sort of stuff. I mean, I love getting into the nitty gritty details. Yeah. 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 I do too. I agree with you. And I'm glad that you brought that up about pricing and things. That's something that, man, I mean, could we not talk for like two hours on pricing for, for, uh, for people that are, you know, probably mostly pricing services and that kind of a thing. Like that's, that's an interesting animal too. I mean, I've told people before, I don't know about you. Like when I first started pricing my services for my company, like social media management type services, I just Googled that shit. saw what everybody else was charging. And then I was like, well, let's see how I can kind of put yeah. some of my thinking into this and my logic, imagine myself, you know, kind of like twist it into your, your own thing. And that's how I started. Now, granted, it wasn't perfect. And as, as many people do, and I'm sure you know this and agree that you price yourself too low a lot of times. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I have upped the prices since then, but what, do, what do you think about that? Like with people pricing their stuff, I feel like, I feel like it's okay to look around and see what other people are doing, right. To learn, how are you going to know, but do you have like a method to that? Or do you just kind of have a goal? Like, I want to make sure I make this much for my life and then go from there or no? Yeah. I mean, some coaches, my coach actually has like a really specific formula that she uses for pricing things. Typically what I like to do is in those moments, there is always a number that comes to mind. And even if you're saying to yourself, I'm just not sure, I don't know how much to charge. You're lying. There is a number that you are thinking of. You might not want to admit it, but you were <laughs> thinking of a number. So I always like to honor that because I do feel like it's so much about, you know, your gut. But what I do then is I take that number and I up it to the point that it feels scary, but potentially doable. Like I'm not talking about like if I normally charge $10,000 for my one-on-one coaching, I'm not going to up it to a million dollars, right? at least now, one day, if I can charge a million dollars, that will be excellent. But so it needs to be within the realm of possibility, but also feel a little scary. Okay. How I like to do it. That's a good way to think of it. And now that you say that, I feel like I've gotten better at doing that recently myself, but I did, I couldn't put it into that, into words like that. That's a really good way to put it. Um, It's crazy how, how the pricing conversation. I don't know if people like, I don't know. Do you think people are like not confident enough maybe that they should charge that much or they're scared they're not going to find anybody that can pay something, you know, like what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I have to say just because I work with coaches full time now, um, the trickiest mindset issue that I deal with and that my clients deal with is money mindset. 
there is so much in each of our money mindsets, you know, based on where we live, where we grew up, our culture, it's all wrapped up into this like thing that we call money mindset, but it's super complicated and super deep and so different for each one of us. And even for myself, like that is something that I still deal with all the time. So I do think there's weirdness with pricing. It's tied into some, you know, oftentimes people feel weird about selling. And again, I think so much of this is cultural. Um, You know, I've never walked into Whole Foods and taken a look around and been like, look, guys, you're coming on a little strong. (laughs) Everything is for sale. Everywhere I look, I see price tags. I'm overwhelmed. Like nobody (laughs) does that. But we have this feeling that like when we're talking about our offer three times, it's going to be so overwhelming for people. They're not going to know what to do with themselves. Oh my God. I love that example. That's so funny. You're so right. And, right. and you do have, look, here's something I'm, that I've thought about, about selling and stuff like that. I think a lot of times, at least like when people are starting out <clears throat> in a business of whatever kind, really is that like, they'll probably like try to sell to their, what, if you're familiar, like with the term, like they're like hot market, you know, the people that like they're, they're close people in their life. Like maybe they'll try to start messaging them. Like, do you want to buy my thing or whatever it is? And it's like, that's probably why you feel uncomfortable because (laughs) it's so weird how strangers out here in social media land end up being the people that love you, want you, you know, and all the things more so than maybe the closest people in your life. So I feel like that's one thing that I see where people are like, it feels so awkward to sell to my friends. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't try to sell to your friends. Like let's hit up the strangers on the internet. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I mean, we can't get away from the fact that the main purpose of virtually every business in the universe is to make as much money as you can. Yes, I mean, that's a, that's what right. the goal. Can't we all agree on that? And yes. the only way to do that is to sell your shit. So if you can't get over this, I can't sell my shit thing, you're just ultimately not gonna be successful. And I want everyone to be successful. So that's definitely something that I love to talk about and spend a lot of time on with my clients. Yeah, well, in- and you said something about um, if you feel uncomfortable mentioning <clears throat> mentioning your launch, mentioning your product three times. That's another thing is that, and this is just a marketing, a general marketing thing. Like you have to talk about something over and over and over. It's also a branding thing. You know, people need yeah. to see shit over and over and over and over. And I think that that that's a mindset thing too. Like you have to get your head wrapped around that. You have to remember that not only are there things to consider, like just the fact that there's a social media algorithm that's not, I'm not hating on the algorithm, but they're not going to see every post you make. They're not going to see every single time. They're not going to happen to be online every time you share a story necessarily. You do have to talk about things many times and that's okay. I think yeah. that people are like, oh, I'm going to bug everybody. Like, what? You're sh- what? <laughs> right. You're here to sell. Exactly. And have fun. Yes. And have fun. <laughs> yeah. I mean, another example I share a lot, keeping with the stores example, um, Marshall's is my favorite store. I know that might be pretty pathetic for some people, but I just especially love- for an interior designer. Hmm. I know <laughs> I, it's fun for me to like go on the hunt, which is why I love those places. Okay, because um, it's always a challenge to find the best stuff in there. Um, anyway, I love it so much that I literally could go there every day of the week because you know their inventory is constantly changing, and you never know what you're gonna find. And I love hanging out there, whether I find something to buy or not. Maybe I'm not interested. I don't have kids. I'm not interested in the kids' clothes. I don't find it offensive when I walk (laughs) by. It doesn't make me angry. I love being there and hanging out there. And I just like to think that like we are all somebody's favorite store. Oh, so yeah. just because you don't, somebody might not want to buy something today, they might want to buy something later. 
And you selling your thing is not going to offend them or make them angry. If they want to unfollow you, they can unfollow you. But I have this experience all the time where I might be following somebody. They're launching a product or a program. It's not really for me. So either I'll skip out on those stories or you know, I'll listen in and maybe learn something about how they're marketing or, you know, what their thing is all about. And maybe I will become interested in it. It's never making me angry. Right. Right. Oh, I love that. You're somebody's favorite store. That is too cool. Yes. Keep that in mind, everybody. I, I know that that can be really hard. I talk to a lot of people that genuinely struggle with that. Like I just see, can see in their eyes of, you know, I'm sure you have too. just worrying. They're bugging people, worrying they're being too salesy. And you're right. I think a culture thing too, right? Because I mean, you know, you know, at least here in the USA, I don't know. I don't know about everywhere else, but it's like, you're like a salesman. I'm being salesy. I'm like a used car salesman. Like I'm doing quotes by the way, all the time. Like, cause yeah. this is what we're all hearing in this, with this like negative connotation to it. Right. And yeah. And it's like jokes are made about these salespeople, somebody at your door, somebody at a car lot, you know? So, and people are like, oh no, I don't want to be that person. But, um, but no, I'm with you. That's so cool. You are somebody's favorite store. But okay. Before I let you go though, I want to ask you a little bit about social media because you and I, well, we met on clubhouse. Yeah. Which is so funny because you and I yeah. have also talked about the struggle of Clubhouse. So there's there's good things and bad things to every different platform. And everybody pro- that's been around realizes that. And so sometimes it's hard to spend the time on Clubhouse, but you meet cool people, right? Yeah. So what what have you like, what are your thoughts on somebody trying to decide that? Like, how did you decide Instagram would be, you know, your hub? Did it just you fill it out and it just felt good for you? Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely an early adopter. I always kind of like to check out the new thing and see what it's all about. So I have been on Instagram for a very long time. Um, I realized the power of it when I was building my interior design business, because I was not trained as an interior designer. Like I was a marketing director at a startup. Like that's what I used to do in my former life. And so being an interior designer, like seemed absolutely crazy. Like I could never do that. And honestly, the way I was able to do it was Instagram. And so at the time there weren't as many choices in terms of social media and what was around, but Facebook was around and I knew that I had a hell of a lot more fun on Instagram. And that's how I decided where I wanted to hang out. And because I was putting in so much time and energy, and growing my audience and making connections and making friends, quite frankly, because most of my friends now have come from Instagram and we've met in real life. We've taken trips together. I mean, I use Instagram basically for everything. Um, But honestly, the number one thing is where do you like to hang out? I know people always say like, where is your audience hanging out? And you know, I do think that that should be a consideration, but more importantly, If your entire audience is hanging out on LinkedIn, but you hate being on LinkedIn, that's not going to work. Yep. (laughs) I'm so glad you said that. I I agree with you 100%. Even as a social media professional, I'm the same way. I'm like, look, you got to figure something out. If you don't like being there and creating the content there, sharing there, interacting there, this is going to be a hurdle. And then you're not going to want to do the shit. And then you're just going to quit. You know, I mean, I, oh, I'm so glad that you said that. Um, what do you think about juggling more than one? Like, do you have, like, cause you were saying earlier, like you really haven't done a whole lot of clubhouse lately. Like, do you, do you peek into other social media platforms too often? Or are you just like, nah, Instagram's my thing. Uh, I mean, I consume a lot on other social media platforms like TikTok. Like I always get that guy who comes up who's like, I know it's fun to be on here for a while, but you've been scrolling for an hour. You know this guy, he pops up. I don't know. Like this is TikTok's way of saying you've been on the platform too long, dog. Time's get up. Off. <laughs> Time is up. Um, but I mean, I think that there is definitely, particularly if you're newer in business, there's often this like overwhelming feeling that you need to be everywhere. I like to zone in on one or two spots Mm -hmm. and 
not worry about the rest. And the truth of the matter is you can build these days a successful business on any social media platform you want. Like there are people making millions of dollars on Facebook. I don't like Facebook. I don't want to hang out there. Like I don't even want to hang out there to like get in touch with my friends. So I definitely don't want to run my business there. That doesn't mean it's not a super duper effective tool. Right. So I think you just have to experiment and see kind of what feels good for you and then lean into that. And if later on you want to start a YouTube channel, cool. But I very much like the approach of like, you know, let's figure out one platform and really master that. And then we can move on. Right. Yeah. I'm with you. It's, it's hard whenever you don't like a platform and it starts to show too, you know, over time, you, it's harder to be more consistent there. It's harder to show up. And then that right there in itself is going to maybe bring your confidence down a notch because you didn't do what you should have done over on LinkedIn, but you hate LinkedIn or whatever. No no hate on LinkedIn, but I'm just saying, um, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. So if you, if you would hear me before we go and just if you have like some parting words of wisdom for someone who really does want to like have balls like you and just like go out there and start doing things more their way, maybe easing into it or just leaping whatever's good for them. Like, what would you say to that person if they were saying, Erica, I'm, I want to do this. I don't want to be like everybody else. I'm a unique person. I have things to offer, but I'm just scared. Like, what are people going to think of me? How do I show up on social media like this? What would you say to that, that gal? Well, I would say that I know that it seems like you not talking about the thing or getting the thing out there or sharing your opinion is preventing other people from judging you, but it's not because there is literally no way to prevent other people from judging you. There's probably somebody out there in the world judging me right this second. It might be somebody listening that is judging me right this second. And there is nothing that I can do about that. And once you really get that and you, and you realize there is literally nothing I can do to prevent this from happening, you may as well just show up and do whatever the hell you want to do. Cause if people are going to be judging you either way, I want to be showing up in a way that feels good and that allows me to have fun. And I don't care what angry mom 22 thinks about it. (laughs) Yes, I agree. That's awesome. Well, you're right. And it's, you can't, you can't please everyone. And and like, I, I'm a person who likes to try to please a lot of people and I don't shy away from, you know, admitting that because um, it's part of my personality. I'm a peacemaker. Uh, I want to have fun. And, um, and, and also as a, as a performer, I think you want, you want to like, give the audience what they want and have everybody clap and it, you know, but, um, but it's different when you start venturing out into doing your own personal brand, your own business, you really do have to, to remember you're right. Like people are just, pe- hate is going to hate Haters no matter gonna- what. <laughs> so you may as well do whatever the hell you want to do. Um, all right, Erica, tell everybody where they can, um, find you so they can start stalking your stories and everything just like me. <laughs> Well, you can find me over on Instagram. It's just my first name and my last name. So E-R-I-C-A-R-E-I-T-M-A-N. Would love to hang out with you over there. And that's really where I share my best shit. So for sure. You're going to see all of the coffee videos. You're going to see the dogs. You're going to see Mexico. You're going to see the travels. You're going to see the glasses, the whole shebang. I told you I stalk you. Um, Okay. Well, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. This was super fun. Thanks for listening to today's show, y'all. For more information about the podcast, go to socialsunshinepodcast.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook and subscribe to the Social Sunshine Podcast YouTube channel. For more information about me, go to brittanycrossin.com and connect with me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, and Clubhouse. The Social Sunshine Podcast is a Fun Love Media production. Funlovemedia.com. Bye.